5.46 in the morning, crack a door. It's an hour before 7 and I'm right there. It's 6 o'clock, I'm hopping out of the bed. So wake up. Good morning all. Um, it is the morning after State of Origin number 3. Uh, another spoiler alert. We're coming to you directly after the game. Uh, we're sans dusty tonight, so you've got myself, Lukey, and we've got Azza and Benny who've graciously uh, put aside what must be uh, utter disappointment to join us on this potty. Um, so, boys, uh, I won't ask you how you are because I reckon I know exactly how you're feeling right now, but um, we'll get into it. And uh, again, thanks for joining us. So, Look, uh, again, just to, to recap, the uh, the Maroons take that one out 22-12 in what was uh, probably top three, if not the best Origin game I've ever watched. Um, I, I don't remember too many games like that where it was non-stop action from woe to go. There was uh, casualties. There was standout players. There was amazing defensive efforts there was a punch on it was just everything that origin is made of was on display in that game and uh queensland get the win up here at suncorp stadium to uh take the series back from new south wales obviously i'm stoked boys just give us a little bit of insight onto how you're feeling right now uh disappointed obviously but disgusted would be a better fucking better description of the second half from New South Wales it was putrid you can't drop that much pill in origin they they gassed themselves out by making stupid fucking errors in our own end and having to defend our line for 20 sets like you're not going to come back from that we were always going to let something happen like let a try in it was was a miracle that we held on for as long as we did so um, my main takeaway is that Sifatalakai won't play origin again and Tino's a fucking grub grabbing a cut in a headlock and making a two-on-one fight. So what a dog! Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was sort of um, a la Trent Waterhouse from the years when the uh, Stephen Price got knocked out by was it Brett White and uh, Trent yeah. Waterhouse ran in and uh, headlocked him. It was sort of similar scenes there. Um, yeah, I wasn't a fan. I don't mind Tino grabbing Burton in that instance but you keep your teammate from throwing punches you know you just sort of push him away while you've got Burton you don't um you know just handicap a bloke while another bloke's punching at him I think that's a bit of a dog act um from Tino there but you know uh, it was highly uh, emotional highly aggressive uh sort of very hostile environment there at Suncorp uh you know you you don't. I, I won't hold it against a bloke for for something like that because you just don't know what. Um, you would. You well, wouldn't hold against him. Well, no. I, if if it was one of your blo- I never held it against Trent Waterhouse, man. Like you know, oh, I, I thought that was grubby. Yeah, but the thing is, he just the same deal, man. He just ran in to grab the opposition player, and he got knocked out a millisecond before he got there, and it looked like he head high tackled him or you know choked him, but. Yeah, I, I don't think it was intentional to what people say. And I think with Tino, I think it was just high emotion. He wasn't thinking about Gagai still throwing punches, I don't think. But it, was, uh, it, it wasn't a necessary act, to be fair. So, now that's fair. So, as I, obviously, you're probably feeling fairly similar um, to Benny or maybe even more disgusted, angry. Oh, we got, we got Freddie. Freddie made some pretty average 
changes, I think. Um, play, I think Cook should have been way better. Took him on way too late. Um, that first 10 minutes when he came on the field should have been when he was running out of half. He didn't make one run out of half in that first 10 minutes he was on. Um, yeah, Talakai wasn't ideal. I mean, the bloke hasn't played in the middle of the field all year and then he comes into Origin and plays in the middle of the field. Um, put, yeah, wrap your head around that if you're if you're uh, Freddie. But yeah, I thought... I mean, Ben Hunt was really good. I thought Din had a really good game. Um, Ponga was your man. I thought right up until he scored that try, I was like, Ponga is your man, but he just looked so gassed. Uh, he was doing everything, but still managed to break a tackle and, and put his in front. Um, yeah, we just just lost it, I think. It was very similar to game one. Um, we just didn't... The halves didn't take control. Um, the Tupo got found out. You guys had a ton of kick pressure. The kick yeah, pressure was... we definitely did. Well, I got, I got a, one of your games tonight. Oh, yeah, I'll, as well as the kicking game, but we will get oh, yeah. to that. I've got a couple of questions out of that um, as a, your, your statement um, and Benny yourself. So tell me Jack Whiten wouldn't have handled that situation better. What's he got? 10, 12 origins under his belt, Jack Whiten? You use him in the Talakai role where he can play edge and you have Angus Crichton playing middle, who's played middle most of this year, right? Um, I, don't, I don't see Jack Whiten making those errors. He made some stupid errors a couple of games ago for Canberra, but I'm like, this is a bloke who you know almost won you the game in game one. I don't see those errors from Jack White, and so I do agree with you there as they're on the uh, being fretted. Um to your comment that it was very similar to game one, do you think then that game two was more of the outlier where Queensland sort of thought that, oh, you know, in Perth, you know, maybe that there, there was a bit of a sort of false um, hope from game one and sort of maybe didn't apply themselves as much to that game? Um, and New South Wales were just like, well, you know, we're actually coming to play here and, and, and pissed it in. Both teams... Hammer and Tong in game three, and you get you know a fairly closer, similar game. Do do you see it like that, or do you think that New South Wales were just that much better oh, in game I, two? I think New South Wales were better, like far better in game two uh, than both game one and three. But I also think Queensland were worse in game two. I think it compounded the fact that New South Wales played better was that Queensland played worse and were maybe, as you said, a little bit complacent over there knowing that they were coming home to Suncorp for a decider if they lost. Um, I, I just... New South Wales didn't drop that much pill uh, probably in both games combined uh, as they did tonight. Uh, first two games combined as they did tonight. So I think that was, that was what ruined it. Like, we were up... And Critter threw that ball back the inside. Uh, you know, Jerome went for that pass over the top to a bloke who's 110 kilos. And he's not a big fella. Like, he's not a tall fella, Talakai. He's tried to loop a pass over the top to him. He's not as athletic as you, the, the blokes who should have been out there on the paint. So, yeah, I just think we've made some wrong decisions. And I don't think you can win Origin games by throwing caution to the wind when you're up by two coming out of your own end. I think it's silly. Yeah, and, and in commentary, um, Joey actually summed it up perfectly. He said the run preceding that stupid offload from 
Crichton was a real origin run and it sort of, he was going to win the play the ball and, and sort of allow his forwards to get back behind the footy and, and, and start the set off well. But then he just decided to, there was just no one where he threw it. Well, he was looking for Cleary. He looked at Cleary and he sort of turned his head away from Cleary. Then Cleary came in and drove the tackle and he threw the offload to where Cleary was standing yep. when he last saw. And that just went behind him. I was surprised that Tor didn't. He just stood there and looked at it, and Crichton had to cover it up. Angus had to cover it up. So, yeah. It was just a little bit, yeah, it wasn't necessary. We'll 10 out from our own line. Just take that run. You won the tackle. You left three blokes on the ground, play the ball, and roll off it. Uh, that's just, I guess that's inexperience. He's only a young fella. Uh, thought he might be able to create a bit of space, but it was just a bad play. That's um, what you get out of young blokes sometimes. I think you just get a little bit of a. Um, brain snap like that yeah 100% and and those sort of games definitely uh, bring out the best and worst in players at times and sometimes players can have outstanding 60 minutes and then in the last 2015 you know it all come undone Um, and I, I say that thinking about Jerome Luai who had he's basically had an outstanding um series really um but for the uh, pass over the sideline that was was definitely oh. on, but the execution just wasn't there. It was the same as Ponga's yeah, pass. Look who was there. I know. Like you had Talakai on the, on the wing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but it, you look at Ponga's, had that same opportunity in the first half and the execution was just rubbish um, as yeah. well. And so it's just those little moments that sort of make you... The fortunate thing was Ponga's was early on in the game um, and it was still sort of... Uh, just in its infancy, but um, yeah, disappointing from my perspective that a couple of Penrith boys probably were, uh, you know, a big reason as to why New South Wales really lost um, grip on that game in the second half. Um, well, three of them actually, to be fair, that that Cleary kick at the end was, um, I guess, just the the icing on the cake. But um, I, I just want to, uh, we'll, we'll sort of drill down into a few aspects of the game, but I, I just want to say um, on that Benny Hunt uh, final play there, uh, you know, this is a bloke who's, who's experienced some really dark times since that um, drop ball in the grand final. Um, you know, he, he copped some, um, you know, fairly serious abuse on uh, social media, went through a bit about a depression and stuff like that, had to relocate clubs, you know, and, and sort of carried that burden his whole career. Um, when I saw that, I got pretty emotional myself for the bloke because I just thought, man, if, if there's ever a play that basically neutralizes that origin play, um, it's it's that one right there. Uh, I don't think he could do much more to show what sort of pedigree of player that Ben Hunt is than what he just did then after playing 80 minutes, running 70 metres. Um, not trying to rub it in your boys' faces at all, but uh, as I said, I, I got a little bit emotional then for the bloke because I thought, mate, that's just uh, uh, probably no more deserving bloke than Ben Hunt to, to sort of um, experience that, that high in that game. So, um, yeah, I just want to say shout out to him and you know good on you mate um well done um from a queensland perspective uh look you know as you hit the nail on the head our kick pressure was good uh our kicking game was really good i think nathan cleary really got shown up for his uh i guess 
when we talk about Nathan Cleary's kicking game and we talk about how good it is, we talk about his range of kicks that he has in his, his kit bag. We, we think about um, his accuracy and we think about uh, his kick selection. What we don't have a, uh, a read on yet for Nathan Cleary is um, his uh, game awareness kicking and the timing of his kicking. Um, Cherry Evans tonight kicked on a third tackle, kicked on a second tackle. Ben Hunt kicked on a fourth tackle for the uh, um, 40-20. And at no point when New South Wales were really under the pump did Cleary even consider kicking early. It was just go through our tackles. And at one point, I think he kicked a torpedo from about 15 metres out. And I was just like, yeah, that's where Queensland have won the game. It was those early kicks from Cherry Evans and just going, boys, I know... It's going to be tough here, but just know it's going to be tougher for those forwards to have to run the 50 metres to get back behind the footy for this. I think New South Wales were well capable. The forwards and everyone were well capable of doing the same thing. But Cleary or someone just didn't pull the trigger the same way. What's your read on that situation, boys? I 100% agree. I just don't think like they've got Burton's leg there and they just didn't utilise it. And especially Once, in those... We got one good kick yeah, out. Yeah, got him. one good kick it. out and he did a shit one in the first 10 minutes or whatever. But in that last 10 minutes... That one that he put up was a fucking monster. He went above the stadium. Oh, and easy. Like, <laughs> and like, I would have thought, like, it's okay, you're not going to try and utilise him too much, right? You're not going to oh, try yeah. and get him in there. But I thought in that last five minutes when we had, like, you know, three or four attacking kicks down your end from 20 or 30 out yeah. that we put pressure on people that's where you just say to Matty fuck man get in here and launch those things into the fucking sky and put some pressure on these guys because if he gets in there and kicks them I reckon you just drop at least one well, of yeah. them I have to like look at the one that he pulled off Ponga moves 15 metres. He has to move 15 metres for that. And, and then he still misses it. But he, he was just like, I'm nowhere here. I'm not even going to try yeah. it. Yeah. He was just like, nah, this is... And tell me, that that would have been the best option at the end of the game there, in that last sort of 100%. seven minutes where we yeah. were still... Where we actually got a little bit of field position inside your half. The play there was to go to Burton and just get him to put him in the sky because it was our best option at the time. That is flustered at the end. And you wouldn't expect that from... Nathan Cleary's and your little eyes and your Damien Cook's like um, I think after you saw Cook not run the footy I think at, with 10 to go you you probably go okay pull him off and put Appy back on because how effective was Appy in the first 30 minutes another big part of when you guys lost control of that game was when yep. Damien Cook came into it and he just we, we've said it before on the potty how he because he's so fast out of dummy half he plays ahead of all of the forwards and no one can keep up with him and he runs and no one knows. Appy just plays tempo footy and yeah. he plays at the forwards pace. So he looks and sees who he's got outside him. Oh, that if try it, for Saifidi was oh, like just eyes up footy. And, and what he did was, and what you won't get a lot of notoriety for, what he did was he got his body between Carrigan and Saifidi after yeah. he passed it. He sort of just tucked in and he just backed his ass into it, got the ball away so that Carrigan couldn't get it, and then just sort of shepherded Saifidi all legally. But it was just that little bit of nuance that just got Saifidi over. But, he, you know, if it's Jake Trebojevic coming onto the footy, he's not darting out. He's sort of holding the markers, trying to get Trebojevic over the footy. If he's got a Cam Murray, it's real early footy, you know, or he can jump and know that Cam Murray's going with him, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. And and it just looked, when he was in the game for you blokes, it was just like, and I said it in our group chat, I said, fucking Freddie's going to struggle to get Cook into this game. And halftime was the worst thing because it got him to think about it. And there was no footy in front of him to go, oh, I need to make this decision based on a footy. He then was at halftime going, oh, that's right. The interchange plan is Cook comes in here. All right, X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? Um, just quickly, on the uh, uh, Matty Burton thing, do you think the uh, the Gagai incident rattled him and just took him out of the game because he was a bit of a non-factor when he come back on? Yeah, potentially. And he caught the head knock in that first half too, so could have been a little bit scattered. He should I mean, have gone off. Did he go off? I don't think he did. No, and and that was that's a really uh, that was a really bad error from the uh, officials. Uh, oh, yeah, he was groggy in that. Time. Like, I think what saved him was that there was a lot of people over him, and they yeah. didn't sort of get a good look at his face and stuff. But you could see that when he went down, he wasn't didn't look good. No, no, it was a clean hit, man. Like, it, oh, yeah. you, you shouldn't even even need to, you know, have a look. But even at that that that's that Murray Corey Oates one, oh, the Murray Corey Oates one. Corey Oates in the NRL game, he probably gets HIA'd as well. Yeah, like that was flat, head on head. Hundred percent. You know, like yeah. yeah it, look, the fact that they sort of, uh, I guess, were a bit more lenient on those sort of things in this game probably allowed it to be the spectacle it was, right? So I'm not going to sit here and whinge about that, but I'm just oh, saying no way. it's very frustrating when you go Queensland lost two to a HIA, New South Wales should have lost one, maybe Queensland should have lost a third in Corey Oates. Like, where where are you drawing the line here? You, well, you know, if what I Corey mean? O's got HIA, you would have got Flegler. Mm. So if you get three HIAs, you get yeah, hundred replacement. Um, but I think yeah, on that too, is the NRL said they were going to have different rules or different leniency and stuff for Origin. If you if you're binning two blokes for punching on why, like if it's one one and one, why don't you just leave them on the field and go okay. Well, I think it's boys. more. I think it was more suspensions. I think it was that, like we're yeah, not being lenient on the. I understand that, but yeah. I, look, I think it was more to just cool the situation down. Like I'm going to remove you two hotheads, and then hopefully it won't kick off any more than that. So, um, like after that, and you watch Tino hold a bloke. How isn't the next three or four sets just full aim up at Tino, and the, and the Blues just put that away. And, and Tino just aimed up for the rest of the night. He was putting... Oh, yeah. I think at the 75th minute, he, was, he just levelled someone. He was very good. His intensity pro. was very good. We'll, um, in a minute, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about um, the best the best players from each side because um, there were some real uh, performances out of that game. But, yeah, I just want to just, just uh, close the loop on that Gagai thing. I, I think that... Um, what Gagai's done there is uh, I, originally I was pissed off because I thought Burton had taken Ponga out but I think no, it was just it was a clean accident man. Yeah, it he was. was watching the ball and yeah. Ponga just sort of stood up in front of him and he mm. just tripped over him yeah it was careless he should have been more careful but I don't think it was intentional Gagai's obviously intentional but I reckon Gagai's gone if I throw punches here with the heat of this game he's not going to be able to stop himself he'll throw them and we'll both go and essentially, he's taken one of key New South Wales key players out of the game in doing so um, by just going sacrificial lamb. I don't think he and he, he took the odds to it. Matt Burton threw some punches back, and both of them were in the ga- in, in in the bin. And I think ultimately, it took Matt Burton out of the game. He was too too gun shy. He copped a uh, couple of nice shots in the head from from Gagai before Tino come and headlocked him. Um, so maybe that was enough to spook him, but. Um, 
yeah, I think, uh, like you said, a few of those New South Wales fellas just really crumbled under the pressure. But uh, all right, well, um, let's let's talk about some of the some of the really good performances out of these games now. I think that uh, both sides had some some blokes who are, uh, I guess, if they're not hardened Origin and experienced Origin players, they they sort of put themselves in Origin folklore tonight. Um, I'll start with New South Wales, and look, there were some blokes who just played, you know, insane footy. Jake Trubovich, I'm pretty sure, played 80 minutes in the middle there, um, which is no mean feat. Uh, I, I don't think his impact was great. Um, he got a, he did he did have he a, rest. a spell. Yeah. Oh, he did get a he did get a spell, did he? Okay. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think his his output was where it normally is for like Manly or someone like that. Um, it was sort of just one off stuff. Made some meters. Made made a couple of errors in that first half. Really put you got like took the pressure off and gave you guys some good ball in in Green Boy area. So yeah, he was. He was okay. Um, I sent Benny a message, I think, and said, get tur- get Turbo off. Oh, look, yeah. and, and the thing is, I, I thought he played 80 minutes, so I'm, I'm, that, that was basic, my basis of giving him any sort of praise. But, um, look, Isaiah Yo, um, I, I just don't know if you can say enough about the bloke. He plays yeah, 80 minutes. There was a couple of tackles. Who did he make the cover defending tackle on? It might have been even in the first half, maybe Val Holmes or someone like that. And he's made this clutching tackle, and I was like, oh... I just forgot Cam Murray was off, and I expected it to be Cam Murray, um, or it might have been in actually in the second half down on the uh, um, New South Wales right edge. I think he he might have he pulled Dearden down, or maybe Ponga or someone like that. They made a half break, and I was just like, man, this bloke. Um, the fact that he was anywhere near Ben Hunt at the end of that game is testament to the bloke that, and the player that Isaiah Yo is. Like he wasn't far away from an ankle tap. Oh, on Ben I, Hunt. I think he catches Ben Hunt if, like, he doesn't have to turn and chase. If you know what I mean, like Ben Hunt was going in that direction, Yo had to turn and chase him, and I think that was the difference. I think Yo, I was a bit worried Benny Hunt wouldn't get there at, at one point. I thought, oh yeah, I reckon that he'll get mowed down here, but um, yeah, no. But just the fact that Isaiah Yo was there and his, his kick pressure, he's always he's always one of the ones leading out there. Jacob Saifidi, he did have that error late, um, unfortunately, but his debut was outstanding, um, especially the first half. I think that he, uh, as I said to you boys, he re- was reading the social media post during the week and, um, yeah, decided to show a few people what he was really made of. And I think he... Um, took advantage of a tied Queensland pack when he came on and really showed what sort of enforcer he could be. Tedesco again. Um, just... I thought Tedesco was our best on ground. Oh, yeah. He, he didn't overplay his hand. He did it once in the first half, and I think he realised straight away that he fucking was the cause for it. Mm-hmm. Um, was that that kick? No, yeah, well, no. He, he just took a weird fucking run from... Like, he fucked up our set. We had a line set out about five yeah. metres off your line, and he just darted out from half, got tackled, and then threw this shitty offload back to Cleary. That put him under pressure. There was a shit kick, went dead. You guys rolled down the field and scored. Yeah, right. Okay. So it was that It was that set, and it was just like, oh, fuck. And 20, then from 29 then on, runs. Mate, the dude's a freak. Fucking he just no. put the team on his back in yardage and tried to do fucking everything. And I think you find he does that when the key playmakers like um, Cleary don't 
impose themselves. He then starts to just go, right, right, I've just got to try and make something happen here. And he just does it by quantity. Uh, it's not necessarily quality, uh, as we've alluded to in the past, but you can never knock the bloke for trying. And in just his effort upon effort upon effort um, was just outstanding. Uh, I think Angus Crichton was fucking great tonight. I thought he was really good. He did have a lot of trouble with Nanai defensively, um, but he looked pretty... Uh, I guess, deadly when he got the footy, lots of footwork, um, you know, beating tackles and offloads and stuff like that. Obviously, New South Wales' sheer lack of footy stopped mm. blokes like him getting good ball. I thought there yeah. was a distinct lack of an ability to tip on from quite, <laughs> Sticky fingers. Yeah. There was quite a few times where we had a lot of space outside him and he had the time. Like any good NRL back rower has that decent enough hands to tip on in that situation and he just sort of... St- tucked it under the wing and tried to take him on and I thought probably didn't take the chances that we had there but I thought we might have got that out of Talakai and then he shit the bed so anyway it was it, Crichton was you know we hit Crichton went off uh, and that seemed to be well Crichton pushed did Crichton push into the middle or did he go off I think he Talakai? pushed into the middle for Talakai maybe I don't know, I don't know. It, this is a good little segue boys to talk about um, Liam Martin um, you, you know a really good solid Probably above average club footballer, you know, a very reliable footballer. The the distance between his bad games and his good games is probably almost the the smallest in the league. But I just don't know whether he is what New South Wales need at Origin level. Can he can handle himself at Origin level? Yes. Is he? Um, does he have that aggression, that Origin type mongrel, that cattle dog in him? Yes, he does. But does he have the top end skills to be able to decide games at Origin level? And I just don't think he does. No, I agree. Um, I, what do you get? To, only seven runs today. I mean, if you're if you're not getting the footy, go and search for it. Um, mm. And especially at origin level when everyone's blowing. They were, everyone was just so tired just sort of halfway through that second half. You've just gotta be gotta be involved a bit more. You think you're sort of your Tyson Frizzells and your Sims and that are way more involved and they have a bit more tackle breaking skills and things like that, but yeah, I think he left a bit on the table this series. I think he probably performed as good as he can. Like yeah, to be I fair, like I don't look at him as having a bad series in terms of, um, you know, errors or, you know, negative plays, but just his lack of involvement. But that's kind of him at club level. You know, that's what you get. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's his best games, but they're not spectacular. He just runs that same line every time. And every now and again, he just gets through. But, like, I honestly, you put Tyson Frizzell there, and that's a handful all night. Yeah, that defender. I agree. Even even someone like Maddo, if he was fit, you could put him on an edge. Yeah. Like you could, Cam Murray probably would have taken minutes off him had he not got the head knock. So, uh, yeah, I just I don't know, man, because he's played eighty in the previous two games, yeah. and he played eighty I'm, I'm, in the game. I'm with Azza about leaving it on the table. Not maybe not personally for Martin, but just in that back row spot, having Martin there left a lot on the table in in a more of a dynamic footballer like Frizzell out there. I think. Um, yeah, I think we could do better there uh, as a selection. So your your guys top three players, um, I'd I'd say Tedesco clear at one. Mm-hmm. I'd say Appy two. Would yep. that be comfortable? Appy two, and then yep. Yo three, and then um, Yo three. 
yeah, yep. I think that that's that's probably where we look uh, on the Queensland side of the coin. Um, obviously, uh, like there was there was a lot of outstanding performances lost. Two players to HIA within the first five minutes of the game, um, which obviously put a lot of pressure on uh, some of our middle forwards. Um, Tino, we spoke about the grubby act, but outside of that, his like he played 75 minutes. He come on um, for uh, I think it was um, uh, Lindsay Collins. I think he might have come on yep. for him. He got a, um, another spell. He got a spell. He did. Oh, okay. He played 58 minutes. All right. Um, But yeah, still just the aggression in defense, the fact that he, you know, took on those minutes and just decided he was going to have a crack. Josh Papali got some more meaningful minutes this time, but um, Paddy Carrigan. Still only 33 though. I just, Mm. for a bloke who just stands up, he stands up in big games for the Raiders too, loves to get over the line, has huge work rate. Um to get that sort of time, especially with two blokes out. I, I can't understand it. I don't know. Yeah. No, nah, it's, um, it's fair. It's fair. Um, yeah. Slater's thinking. Maybe he thinks he's a liability in defense when he gets gassed. Maybe yeah. he's just like, I, I can't afford to have him out there because he misses tackles or something like that. But um, look, Tommy Gilbert played 79 minutes. Like surely you take some minutes off that and you push, push someone out. I don't know. Yeah, potentially, but I guess, you know, Tommy Gould did a fairly decent job out there. Um, He only had Liam Martin to contend with, though, so, I mean, it's not, you know, too hard of an assignment, I think, when you look at it from that perspective. Um, Paddy Carrigan, who I think was man of the match, I think. Um, Did he? Well, I I saw some shit on the group chat. Surely, Ponga. He won the Wally Lewis medal, Paddy Carrigan. Is that? What? That's not the player of the series, series? is it? Yeah, is that the series, Benny? Um, four Ponga minutes ago, ran for three hundred meters. Marone's lock earns a prestigious honor in his first series, so it must be. Oh, I'd say that's player of the series. Yeah, mm. yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, it's it's actually pathetic. Oh, he had a good we series. Can't be sure. I don't mind that. Yeah, look, I mean, but you know, they changed the name all the time. But we'll uh, yeah, we'll confirm that by Ponga the Ponga surely got me in the match. Yeah, I, I think Ponga. Was um eight eighteen tackle bus, yeah, three hundred meters, eighteen tackle bus, three line breaks. So Ponga, again, we we spoke about it last night on our potty um, that dropped today that it has to be Ponga. It that, had to be. Him. It had to be him that took over from Munster, and it was uh, nothing um, more to say other than you know the first half it was a lot of quantity without doing anything spectacular but you just got the sense that he was just warming into the game he was trying to get himself in and and as long as he was having that sort of participation that something was going to take place and then there was a few little he had that that break um, with the inside ball to Harry Grant early in the second half and then he stuck his nose through a couple of times and just got legs tackled and you were just like oh this is a matter of time here and um, yeah so he ended up going over on, at the back of that block play where I think it was Talakai and Luai missed him yep. um, and yeah he was able to get over from there and, and then obviously um, finished the game fairly strongly from that point uh, Ben Hunt Played, started at nine, um, and then Harry Grant came on. He went to 13, and then Harry Grant went off, and he went back to nine. So he's played 80 minutes in the middle. Um, 
some of the tackles he made on forwards running at him were just unbelievable. Um, he's just he's just built for that middle, <laughs> I reckon. Um, I know halfbacks he's sort of positioned now at St George, but I, I look at it and go fuck. It, he could easily be a sort of Cameron McInnes type player without the full leg speed, but just solid defensively, a real scheming running game, and obviously the ball playing, I think, a bit of a nine-hooker transition. When Grant came on and it pushed Hunt into ball playing, that's when you looked your best. Yeah. yeah. Everything was just so fluid. Um, when Hunt took a run-up, or took a hit-up, sorry, Dearden was there at first receiver, ready to go. Um, yeah, I just think you guys, we talked about it last night, um, about how it probably should go, but I think he got, he got it spot on. Yeah. Especially when Grant came in the game, how Hunt went, um, how you utilised Dearden. I think he just did enough. He didn't sort of try and overplay his hand. He just did enough. Um and Renault, good, yeah, good good pill to Holmes immediately like that. That cowboy connection straight up. Um, yeah, and I you, he just he ran it too. Excellent. He he yeah. ran it when when nothing else was on. He just yep. went fuck it. I'm just having a crack. I don't care. Like he just and it wasn't yep. like a oh, what should I do here? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. He was just like oh, nothing on. Boom. I'm just going down and. Um, kind of just what we needed from him really to be honest and just tackled fucking everything I, I i think i saw about three tackles on tedesco one-on-one where he yeah. just locked him up like a fucking it was like he had a spider web around him and just fucking he, tedesco couldn't go anywhere i'm like how fucking strong are your forearms <laughs> like he, he's just this little bloke who's just got this gorilla like grip when he makes contact um it's fairly phenomenal but uh Look, I think for Queensland, I think Ponga clearly our best player. I, I, I'd say Ben Hunt was our second best player. And look, um, probably Paddy Carrigan and yep. DCE for three. I thought DCE's kicking game was fantastic. I thought his first half was a little average. It was. There's no he, doubt about he it. He just found Tupo out in that second half. I just, like, every time he found space, you'd look where Tupo is, and he was like 10 metres off the defending line. You're like, why aren't you in position? It's the fourth or fifth tackle. Yeah. And he was just turning around, chasing footy. Um, and even that um, bomb just before halftime probably changed everything. Yep. You sort of, if, you, if you're not comfortable with that sort of thing, you just let it bounce or get a foot to it. But he just didn't, I mean, he tucked the ball up in the second half, the back end of that second half and took some really good runs. But I thought Tupo was pretty average tonight. That's what I said to you, Azar. I, I, I think Fox probably offers us a bit more there. Yeah, um, I thought Crichton was probably equally as average, and you probably do you go would Whiten have been a little bit better tonight in that role? Um, I I, I agree. Knows. I reckon he would be, man. I just think oh, the experience 100%. of having played like Crichton hasn't played at, at um, Suncourt before. Yeah, you know, and and that 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 atmosphere tonight was <sighs> hostile. It was yeah. toxic, man. If you're a, if you're a, a visiting team, like. There was, I, I was hearing the booze just going fucking hell, man. That was that's intimidating shit. If you aren't a Queenslander, that, it's Suncorp though, and that's what New South Wales don't have. Like we have a big stadium, but it's mm-hmm. an eighty-five, ninety thousand fan stadium that we can't fill. But 
it's a it's an Olympic stadium. It's not a footy stadium. It, yeah, you don't have that sort of fan sitting on top of you. Yeah, and that, the stadium the closeness and and the stadium's an oval in New South Wales, whereas up yeah. here it's a it's a it's a rectangle and it's got the the roof over the top that sort of locks the sound in and locks yeah. all the fucking humidity and the hatred and the fucking just the grit and the grime and everything that that goes into those really uh, um, hostile environments. It just just puts it in a little can and, and keeps it there for the whole game and you can't escape it so you've either got to embrace it or it gets to you and obviously we saw that tonight um, with with a couple of the young New South Wales players but look we, we sort of discussed the, the best players for each team and um, you know you know we, we critique football here we review football so we're going to talk about the players who probably you know would rather have that 80 minutes over again um, because you know, I think that that's part of footy. Um, we're not being critical. We're just, you know, analysing what we saw. And um, boys, what? Who are you, who are you thinking? Um, probably cost. Maybe not cost just the game, but the the performances were not which is needed. Talakai has to be our, be- our worst. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, he came on and he made that um, that tackle on uh, Valentine Holmes. Holmes. Yeah, um, that was and you thought, play. oh, he's in this. And yeah, like he was charging, and then he took that first hit up and ten meters out, and just lost the footing. You're like, fuck. But remember, he before that, he got that out. play the ball. Remember, he had that, yeah, that crooked the play angle. the ball that got. Why was yeah. that a penalty? Because I think they are. I think play the ball in discretion. Play the ball on the side. Yeah, play the ball on the side. Like to the side. Okay. And he said that because like here in the telecast, yeah, he said, "Can I challenge it?" Because it was holding on to him, and he said, "I didn't penalize him." For playing it too quick, I penalise him for playing it on side. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I think they'd have that Talakai selection over again. Mm. I, I don't think Freddie gets next year. Surely not. Um, I think... So is that four series for two wins? Yeah, yeah but we've, the, the two losses are games we probably should have won. They're the two series that you've had... Had no Ponga and no Munster. Um, yep. So, yeah, I think, I mean, Freddie's just a, like, I really rate the ex players that get in there and they just love Origin, they love footy, and Slater on your side, Freddie on our side, um, and we've had Laurie Daly in the past and stuff like that, but sometimes it just, it doesn't gel or it doesn't work, and like, he's not, and I'm not saying RCG changes the game today. But you don't pick RCG because he's had a little spat with some players and then he's off your side and all that sort of shit. Like, that's Freddie. Like, if he's not if he's not your mate, he won't pick you. Yeah. It, it, uh, it's always been that. Same with Clemmer. You yeah. know, Clemmer seems to... because like, he Clemmer's having a shit. massive year. Yeah. Like, his last 10 rounds have been off off the chart and he's just not even getting a sniff for Origin. What, what I reckon as an Origin coach, you've got a duty to your state to pick the best players. Yeah. And like, I don't, I don't subscribe to the um, the theory or the um, viewpoint that you pick your best seventeen and you fit blokes in wherever they fit. I don't subscribe to that. The game has gone past that. That was fucking twenty years ago, right? Yeah. But you pick the best players in those positions. You don't try and fucking cultivate and curate a fucking team based on these combinations that you know of this play here and this player will bring quick play the balls and this player's got a good carry and an offload so he'll compliment this bloke will do this Clemmer had to be there he just had to be there like had to be there Frizzell he's just in form Frizzell had to be there yeah 
And then yeah. you look like one. I mean, he had a shocker NRL wise last week. Yeah, like absolutely woeful game against the Dragons. But his first Origin game, put everyone on the back, just charging forward. Like has an error in him, but as you said, he's been there, he's done it, does it every week. Um, has to be there. Yep. Yeah, there's just selections there that you just sort of shake your head at. Or even even Luttrell. Like, Luttrell's like, yeah, and Souths are probably like, well, we don't want him to go and play Origin. But you do everything. You get on the phone, you're like, mate, game three, decider, you got to come play. You have to. And look, Freddie may have done that. We don't know. But, you know, I still think that you can not pick Luttrell and still win that game based off a couple of better yeah. better selections, Liam Martin being one of them. Um, yeah. Stephen Crichton, you know, carry him on the bench if you need to, if you really want to reward him. But, you know, it, there's a little bit of... Um, I've always thought with uh, New South Wales that when people talk about the Queensland spirit and stuff like that, like I, I know that you like hate to hear that. And to me, I sort of go, I get it. But I my, my perception of it is, is that Queensland picked their best 20 players, right? That's it. That's the best 20 players we have. And it's like, you know, out, once it starts to get to player 25, you're like, this bloke doesn't deserve to be picked for origin, but yeah. it's all we've got. With your team, New South Wales, you can go back to 30 and you've got blokes who deserve to be there, back to player 30, who you could literally put in that spot. And I'll talk about, say, Liam Martin. Liam Martin's a player 30 for me. Yeah. I and saw a second 11 or second 13 today and I was like, Poof, Yeah, exactly. That, that'd go all right. And so I, I just feel like that might sort of breed a little bit of privilege where it's like we're the best of the best. You know what I mean? Whereas you sort of, with Queensland, it's a different mentality. It's like New South Wales players, we are the best of the best. We've been, we've got, you know, 35 players that we could pick from here and we're the best here. Boom. So it's more about that honour that representative selection whereas with Queensland it's like we've all you're all we've got we've got no choice you've got to go out and fucking perform otherwise you're going to otherwise you're going to embarrass your state sort of thing whereas with New South Wales it's like well you guys are the best look I could be talking shit and I probably am but I just look at that's the difference and I don't think it's like oh Queensland just get origin and the Blues don't I don't think <laughs> it's that, that at all so that's much. even just flicking through socials it, right now it's, New South Wales just doesn't get it like, I, I think on. yeah I, I just get think it's more it. the and, and then you throw in the top of, of Freddie just picking his mates that's just another variable that doesn't need to be fucking added into that yeah um, and yeah look he might have to fall on his sword for that to to be honest, I think that's fair. Look, at the end of the day, 22-12, we'll go quickly through some stats and then we'll wrap this thing up. Um, look, possession was was pretty even. I think it, um, it was 48 to New South Wales, 52% to Queensland. Um, completion rates, New South Wales, obviously, they were ordinary, 70%. Queensland's 85%. Oh, yeah. So 71%. You can't win Origin with 71% completion rate, man. You just can't. You just can't. New South Wales had um, uh, 40 more post-contact metres, which wasn't a lot. Um, Queensland, nine more runs. 49 more run metres, so there wasn't a lot. Six line breaks to two for Queensland. Then you look at uh, the offloads. So Queensland had 19 offloads to New South Wales, 11. 
And that's it's that's supposed low. to be Junior Paulo. It is low, it is, but that's Junior Paulo. And and you look, he had an error there. He had an error midway through his stint. You go, oh, is that just shaking? You know, shaking him up a little bit. You know, so yeah, yeah, that that could be um, yeah something to look at. Clemmer's added an offload to his game too. Definitely mm. would have been handy. Without a doubt. 100%. We look at kicking. Queensland, 26 kicks. New South Wales, 25 kicking metres. Queensland, mm. 821. New South Wales, 590. Yeah. That, I mean, that 40-20 that they put into, geez, that changed the game. Scored off it. Put in front. Well, Ben Hunt was the second kick option, wasn't he? Yeah, but that it was... It wasn't Dearden. Like, that's... That's like the whole first half for both teams was one off, just one off hit ups, one off to get a kick away, that sort of stuff. And then in the second half, you guys started doing two out, and then you got your two out for the kick as well, which got you forty twenty. It just started working, but we didn't go away from our one off. It's it's very true. You, you did not go away from your one off, and yeah. that was probably fatigue. And that's what happens. And I I can there was three kicks that Cherry Evans did where he found space. There was the second tackle kick, the third tackle kick, and then he kicked on the fifth that actually went over Tedesco's head, but it pitched yeah. and bounced up. Um, he also was like, he was getting the ball on the right-hand side of the field and kicking left side. Yep, so it found really turf. Yeah. And, and it didn't necessarily go beyond the winger fullback defensive line, but it found turf, and you have to wait for the bobble. You have to wait yep. for the bounce to... to you, you can't just swoop in and, and pick it up on the run so while you're waiting for that bounce to pick it up on the defense is getting closer so it's just like a box kick when you do that um when i go to miss tackles queensland 55 new south wales 47 uh, errors were eight to ten um in favor of queensland and penalties fall so it was all pretty even outside of those errors um and then you throw in um you know the, the 40 20 off the back of that and look I look at the fatigue, and that that's what those early kicks were from De- Cherry Evans. That's what the forwards having to slug it back 50 metres after just digging in and trying to get your team out of trouble. It's it's not what you want to do. You want to run back four metres, up four metres, make a tackle. Back four metres, up four metres, make a tackle. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that... Like just watching the Saifides and and watching the Trebojeviches trundle back on tackle four and not even be on side, I was just like, holy shit, man, that's exactly what Origin's about. He's just big balls, second tackle, fuck this, and it turned the game. Um, And I think Cleary will watch this game. There's no doubt a player like Nathan Cleary who is, you know, probably the best halfback in the comp in terms of performance. He'll watch that game and he'll watch Ben Hunt and Daly Cherry Evans is kicking and just go, all right, okay, that's what I need to do. And it's games like that where the good halves learn and their mistakes are turn into quality. And I think that that's Cleary. I've got no doubt that Andrew Johns probably played a fucking um, Ricky Stewart and got and you know got a lesson or something like that early in his career and just went, oh, okay, that's what I need to do. That's, that's you know, where I've been going wrong. Or, or, you know, maybe a Cliffy Lines or something like that, you know. So all the great halves, you know, will learn from that. And I think um, Daly Cherry Evans tonight was was absolutely outstanding with his kicking. And I think that's probably what put the game in our favour. Yep. I think that was the difference in that second half, for sure. Well, fellas, we've um, 
waffled on a little bit, but uh, I think we've really covered it, and I think we've covered it uh, with some um, good analysis and some point of views that you may not get on other breakdowns of the game. Um, as, a, as I said early on in the piece, I'm thankful you've always got on because it would have been tough. I know you get a bit emotional, and, and, and that game was like right up to the end. It was like heart and mouth stuff. So with, It was just a ripper game. Oh, like... Without if a we, doubt. If we got played off the park or if we were like terrible, or you you find it hard to get on and jump on this sort of stuff. But it was just such a good origin game. I honestly think that they'll be talking about this game for, for many years to come. I, I hope not. But uh, well Yeah, look, I, I think from a from a spectacle I could if I, I sort of thought about it, there was a point at fourteen twelve or maybe it was sixteen twelve. And there was about seven minutes to go and you guys were pressing our line. And I thought, oh, if they score here and they end up winning by four points, it's going to, as, as devastating as it'll be, it's also going to be hard to go, man, that was like one of the best games of rugby league I've witnessed in my life. Yeah. That kind of would have taken the, you know, the uh, the downside of it away a little bit. Not a, a lot, but it would have a little bit. So I can see it from your perspective, definitely. Um Look, I hope all the players get a well-earned rest this weekend because they've definitely deserved it. And anyone that questions the amount of money that they get paid um, for playing those games, um, take a long, hard look at yourself because we just saw probably out of the 34 players that took the field, we probably saw, you know, 25, the only 25 on this planet that could do it. Um, you know, of the players that played big minutes that were in every play that were just there and thereabouts for every, you know, every big moment that there was players there. And um, that's why they get paid that money. And I'm so glad that they do because by watching that game, I, I, I was fixated on it. I couldn't take my eyes off it and it just kept me in the whole time. I the, first, the first 20 minutes was just like your eyes were peeled. It's like, how is this happening? Three blokes, someone's almost getting stretched off. Three blokes are out of origin in the first three minutes. Um, just the shots. Oh, it was big, insane. Big shots. At how's, any... how's this? My missus just goes, why are they running at each other like that? <laughs> it, <laughs> was it was like, hectic. They it was want to like kill each other. Genu- genuinely reckless. Like, they were just going in just like, fuck this, I am. Like, if I get knocked out, I get knocked out. I'm it was, eh? Hard it was like kamikaze out. shit. It was <laughs> yeah. like last man standing. And you yeah. got to sacrifice your body <laughs> to take yeah. someone else out. Like, Corey Oates is just glad that he didn't get knocked out. But he's like, if I knock myself out, knocking someone else out. You know, like, that, that, it. it looked like that mentality, didn't it? It just looked like I'm flying in. I'm just going to take with me whatever I do. If I knock my own player out, so be it. <laughs> I'm just so doing I, what I'm told. And I said in the chat, I'm like, there's been like... 20 shoulder charges they've just been missed like people are just yeah. flying through the air and it just hasn't connected or, or they've or they're like the, teammate or yeah <laughs> or they're like the um the, you know they're sandwiched between two of their other defenders in a tackle when they can't get their arm around but it's just like in the ribs sort of thing like yeah it was just brutal and um you know every player deserves a rest after that game so from a super coach perspective i don't think you can bank on anyone backing up no. maybe talakai i don't know probably oh, <laughs> probably at this point i think i'd rather leave tracy, tracy. There, thanks <laughs> yeah just give him tracy a, uh, done a better job week off to to sort of clear his head and 
Yeah, look, I mean, you know, unfortunately, you know, that's what happens to some players. Hopefully he can overcome it. He was playing in the middle, which is out of position. And as you said, Freddie's probably the one that's got to answer for that one. I'll be interested to watch the, the post-match press conferences between the two coaches because um, Freddie... I don't mind listening to Freddie talk. I think he can break down his game pretty well, um, but it's whether or not he talks shit about where he went wrong um, or not is the uh, is what I want to hear because um, I think that he needs to probably own up to a few of those uh, selection decisions and player rotation decisions as well. Um, see if, if he does that. But uh, look... That's Origin done for a year, boys. Let's see if that's a genuine selection trial for the uh, World Cup at the end of the year. <laughs> um, we'll see who's actually still standing at the end of the year from yeah. that Origin so- so series to to be selected, um, and those obviously that are choosing to represent their uh, countries of origin, um, their Pacific countries of origin as well, sort of detract from the equation. But um, I think it'll be probably one of the best World Cups. I think. I think so too. I, I really do. I think that um, you know the Pacific Island teams are starting to really stand up. Reaping up, yeah. I, look, I, I think that Samoa um, are pretty underrated at this point. I think that they've got some good halves in place. Um, they didn't have Luai uh, a few weeks ago in that international round. Um, or and, Tor-o and Stephen Crichton as well. As well. Yeah. They're they're, they're um, a force in the World Cup, I think. Yeah, and you, you know someone like Josh um, Papali'i, he's going to go and play for. I think he plays for Tonga, does he? Um, I stand corrected if that's incorrect, but yeah. So and you know Tino as well, he might go and play. So yeah, I, I agree with you. As I think the World Cup is going to be uh, a very tightly fought contest. Um, it'll be interesting to see where England are as well. I get the feeling oh, that did England you see win upon the weekend. Oh, oh yeah, he, um, I did. I did. Got tackled like two meters out, dislocated his shoulder, and still used that arm to put the ball over line and score. No, no, it was the opposite arm. Oh. But I think he used the dislocated one to propel himself forward again. Yeah, oh, yeah right. To do to do that, um, I'm sure he's he's had both shoulders operated on, so oh, I'm pretty sure he's yeah. he's cooked. But uh, I, I think this might be the first time we saw see England around the number five, maybe out of the top five spot. Maybe. Yeah. All right, gang. Um, again, thanks so much for jumping on, boys. Um, thanks for everyone for tuning in and listening to our waffle. Hopefully, we provided you some insight and um, gave you some talking points and hopefully you, hopefully enjoyment nonetheless. So we'll uh, kick off again next week on Tuesday um, when the season proper gets back to some um, normality. But until then, boys, thanks again and catch us later. Cheers, lads. Cheers. Up, you fucking maroons. <laughs>